Hello. Hello. <laughs> How are you doing? Still fixing my hair, but all right. You? Yeah. Not, not Good bad. start. Although I am having a bit of a... I, didn't yeah. really... I, was, I was going to say, cancel this conversation. I can do without it. But actually, just been so busy. Mm. So busy. Um, well because kith and kin's launching in a couple of months so um well relaunching yeah so i've got all of the just there's just been so many people just non-stop wanting to about getting on board which is really exciting it's busy and then i've been talking to some venues about like who's gonna host but now i'm in this difficult situation i've got all these venues wanting to host it yeah like Okay, can I can I use you for that day? But I'll use you next time. <laughs> yeah, so I'm just feeling a bit <laughs> trying to diplomatically say, you know, I'm not saying this one's my favourite. It's just the right one for this this event, and you're the right one for the next event, and you're all great, and I love you all. Yeah. yeah so just right at the minute, I just want to go and just hide in a cupboard for a while. Yeah, I'm down with that. You know how I feel about hiding in cupboards. It's definitely the way forward. So anyway, how's how's your week been? All right. Um, so just thinking I'm doing because obviously hospitality at Christmas, I'm doing extra shifts at the cafe. Mm-hmm. Um, I've just accepted an extra shift this weekend and next weekend for Dog Santa. Uh, Scott Mills mentioned Bitsy's Dog Santa on the radio. That was quite exciting. Dog uh, Santa? Dog no, no, Santa. Tell me about Dog Santa. It's Santa for dogs. No way. Yes, way. But they're sold out. But, That's yeah. too cool. So, 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 sorry. So, just so that so anybody's listening knows. So, you, you have lots of different jobs, and I'll, I'll. But I have, one of them, yeah. But one of them is working in a cafe at the moment. Yes, in the most wonderful cafe with the most epic bakes and um, really cozy, really lovely, really cool. And because it's out the way, you don't get any horrible customs. You just get the lovely people who really want to be there and have their treats. So it's great. <laughs> Um, so anyway, this, well, she's done it previous years, but this year they are doing Dog Santa, which is Santa for dogs. That and is... you buy a ticket and your dog comes in and meets Santa, gets some treats, gets a present. And it's absolutely, it's fully booked. Um, Scott Mills is still trying to get a ticket. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm working Dog Santa for, so this weekend we've got Dog Santa, then a Christmas market. Next weekend it's Dog Santa and Dog Santa. So I'm so excited. That is like, absolute chaos, but lovely. I was literally just, I was literally just before I was talking to you, just writing a, a a blog post. It was about sort of the inventiveness and the adaptation of the industry. Yeah, and how as society changes, we constantly change as well. But, mm. but what always just just makes me feel buzzy and warm is just the inventiveness of people. I mean, someone may have done Dog Santa before, but I have never heard no. of it. Amazing. To be fair, it's one of the reasons I begged her for a job. Not specifically job dog Santa, but just the innovation and the brand and and it's all sort of built around her personality. And so she she's sort of obviously the persona's bitsy, but she's part of she it's about her. So she markets markets it in a way that's unique to her and people come because it's her. And it's her warmth and her epic bakes and her effort. And my job there is just to protect that and look after it when she has to do other things. And it's very exciting. 
And don't you think, just from a, sort of from a customer point of view, though, as well, don't you think that those are always the best places when you can, when you can feel someone's personality? Yeah. And I always think that when people are talking about marketing about uh, and about like um, your branding and stuff, that actually your brand can just be you, yeah. you know, or, or can be part of you. Or yeah, or a version of you, or, yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, but also that's and for a lot of brands, particularly small businesses, that's what makes them unique and what makes people come back and they feel it's authentic and they feel they're actually buying into something real. And obviously at the cafe, we have a huge amount of repeat customers because it's so out the way. But when people find it, they always, always come back. So people have come in, I've only been there four weeks now, but people have come in for their first time whilst I've been there and they've been back next week on the same day. And they keep coming back and, and it's lovely. So, yeah. so, the thing is like, so I've, I've known about the cafe for ages and I haven't been, but do you know why I haven't been? Because there's too much choice. There's too much sugar. <laughs> See, I, I um, was the same, basically. As I say, I was following her on our social media, which is another thing that she does really well. Um, and as I say, it's really, it's really her. Um, I was following her on her social media for years, even before she opened the cafe. She had the cafe open for three years before she, when she advertised this job that I was like, right, this is it. This is, this is the opportunity. This is what's going to get me in there. Because I knew if I went in there, I'd just be like, there's too much choice. I don't know where to start. And my brain would just shut down. But now I've sort of been introduced to it. And I've got an excuse to go there every week and try something new. And it's all amazing. And so I'm still working my way through it. But uh, yeah, it's all good. Yeah. Anyway, we should probably get to actually our real conversation. Yes. Um, so, so this is the podcast um, that we're doing together. Um, and it's... Um, basically talking through talking about hospitality but through all the things that go wrong I mean obviously <laughs> hopefully there'll be loads of these brilliant stories in the between as well but um but yeah so you start because I, I okay <laughs> so for those who don't know you who are you Cassie what do you do um, and why are you here <laughs> Okay, well, these these days, um, I'm well. My my job really is. Um, I say it's not even a job. It's sort of like what I do. It's just, um, but um, I am an ambassador for the hospitality industry. But really, what that means is that I've been working in hospitality um, for over thirty years. Um, I've owned my own places for twenty five of those years. And I could probably add on a few more years here anyway, because <laughs> when I first start, my first ever job when I was 15 was working in the florist. Yeah. Which isn't hospitality per se, but actually all of the things that you do, it wasn't a florist. It was, the, you know, they just don't even exist anymore, but they were um, little, little shops that were sort of before supermarkets. Mm hmm. So my shop was a florist and greengrocers, mm -hmm. and then just over the road was the bakers and delicatessen, yeah. and then on the other road was the butchers, and you'd have the same customers every single week coming into all three yeah. places, and it was part of a community. And actually, when you reflect on what I think the value of and the excitement of about the hospitality industry is, it's all the same stuff. So I really, although it's floristry and greengrocers, Mm. um it's kind of hospitality as well so you can yeah. add that in as well as part of my experience of being but but so in that time I've owned six of my own venues um and these days um basically because I'm really tired <laughs> 
that's not true. It is a bit. It's a little bit. It's not that. It's, it's all I've got. Yeah. Um, uh, but I don't. But I'm not an operator anymore. Um, but but actually, because partly, and this is really interesting. So this, so I've always said to my staff when I've trained them that whatever you do, because because this is a thing in hospitality, you know that some of the people you're talking to, that you're training, that you're working with, are going to be with you forever, and they're or they're going to be in the industry forever. Hey, <laughs> yeah, you you've been with me forever. Yeah. Um, um, but some people are just passing through or they are, you know, they're young people that are just starting. And so you sort of have this responsibility, I feel, when you're employing, when you're training people, that you're giving them the skills they need for the industry and for the job you're asking them to do. But I also want to be making sure that I'm having some impact on their futures and sort of helping them with how they view the world and what they're going to do next and that mm. you hope that they're walking away with transferable skills yeah so one of the things that we that I've always said to the staff is that if you're going to do if you're going to do anything be the best at what you're doing mm-hmm. right and by that I don't mean well no I do mean I do mean if you're going to be a bar, member of bar staff be the best be the best at being a bar staff. Mm-hmm. If you're going to be a pot washer, be the best pot washer. If you're going to be a chef, be the best chef, best cleaner, be the best cleaner. And what that means is that dedicating yourself to d- doing and learning and and um, committing yourself every mm. single moment of every single yeah. day to being the best at what you do. And um, I've always taken that attitude myself. Yeah. So in all of my venues and everything I've ever done, from my, my first job working in a florist and greengrocers you know being the best at it so being you know doing the job whatever task it was in front of me that I was given to just practicing you're not going to be the best Mm. but it's the practicing and aspiring to be as good at that as possible well that's it the goal's not perfection it's improvement it's getting it's building your skills it's yeah exactly so so the goal is improvement and it's commitment yeah so you have to you commit to it because you want to constantly think so so you know so for our staff that's sort of saying okay so whilst you're being a member of bar staff you're being the best at that but when you're in your other life which is being a student or or whatever else you're doing then you're going to be the best at that so you're going to be the best student you're going to be the best at it whatever so 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 then then coming to me and reflecting on it after you know a long 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 time running my own places and blah 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 blah, blah winning loads of awards blah 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 <laughs> um, they, people can look those up it's fine yeah, yeah. <laughs> But but that but those things were achieved because I was driven to absolutely be the mm. best of it. So when we first opened, we my first place was a really tiny. I mean, it is nineteen seats bar, tiny little bar. <laughs> um, but it was all about being the best, and it mm. was all about taking. So I'd had experience, you know, working in Michelin star restaurants and uh, working at the highest levels um, in, in and and then bringing that into um a small community bar and saying yeah but why am I saying why would I save that level of service for Michelin star when we can be doing it here 
mm -hmm. right now for our customers here here and now so it was driven to be the best and serving the best stuff and you know if you're gonna and, and this is this and you'll know this it's sort of like when we when i've had a bar before and and like everyone said oh we should serve cocktails i said no we're not serving cocktails yeah go, but why why everyone will like cocktails because we're not going to be the best at it because i i don't want us to be the best at it let's be the best at serving the best pint let's mm. be let's make the best gin and tonic let's you let's you know let's and even when you're just serving toasties behind the bar but our yeah. toast is the best and, that, and that's like what you're saying about your cafe it you is know, it's exactly it, like that you just, the perfection in those coffees <laughs> yeah. so it's been a really nice fit for me because obviously my early experiences were with you at said bar which I forgot was ever that small <laughs> I forgot it wasn't actually always twice the size um and then obviously going on and Charlotte's the first time I've actually returned to sort of doing barista stuff and serving people and things like that and she's just that quality and that wanting to give people the best even if they don't realize it's the best they're gonna you know you ha it's still going to be the best every time and it's going to be consistent even if half of them don't notice that's not the point it's who we are it's what we do <laughs> yeah yeah so so what was i saying about being best oh yeah but I was, yeah so i was driven to be the best and i just got to a point and i was sort of i, I remember just it's probably only about a year ago I think and I was just you know and, and hospitality is difficult at the minute mm. and I mean it, I, I say this over and over again and we will this I mean this is the purpose of this podcast it's basically there is always a crisis in hospitality mm. and um <laughs> there's all it's a constant it's constant it's one crisis for another yeah. after another. and I have to say that if I reflect on it part of why I was driven to it as a career it's because actually I thrive in that environment. Mm -hmm. I, I love problem solving. I, you know, and I love every day being different and all of that. Yeah. But it was probably about a year ago and, and just sort of, you know, the gen, general exhaustion of your day to day, which, which comes and goes. The, mm. the industry is, is like that. You know, sometimes you just you are the one doing everything and, and, it, and then you organize it. So you're not the one doing everything. But and it was probably about then and I just almost had this sort of moment of just going I don't I don't I'm not driven to be the best anymore mm. and 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 then interestingly and hopefully I'll get some of these people on on this podcast as well um but interesting I was talking to you know um some other people other people in the industry some of my other connections and people I know who are doing some really really exciting things at the minute like really innovative and mm -hmm. and just being new and fresh and 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 young um mm -hmm. but and talking to them and listening to their excitement about what they're doing mm -hmm. and just listening to them and going yeah 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 yeah, yeah. this is so exciting <laughs> and then just going oh yeah no I I I, I don't have that anymore no and it's a real, and I just felt, oh, I, you know, that's, that's not me anymore because I'm too, and, and I'm too prepared. And I don't really want to say this out loud, but it's true. <laughs> I'm too prepared to cut the corners now. Yeah. I'm too prepared to say, I mean, and to be fairness, to fair on me, I've got four kids as well. And, you know, and you've, I've spent however long, my eldest now is 21. So I spent the last 21, 22 years juggling all of that. And now I just feel actually, yeah, I, I, I'm not really driven to, to mm. make my venue be the best anymore. Mm -hmm. 
and then I think it was that realization that made me say, okay, well, then that then that then this isn't really for me anymore. So mm-hmm. I need to start looking at what else. Um, and then, um, but the but the other side of that is I'm still massively passionate about the industry. Yeah. I'm passionate about what um, the whole industry, everything in hospitality, what we do. Mm-hmm. And what we're um, what we provide for for society and communities, and just on the one to ones and the the relationships that people yeah. have, and, and and in order for uh, my my view, and I'm pretty sure I'm right, um, is that you know in order for people to have really good quality relationships with other human beings, which is pretty much quite an essential part of being human, um, they need places to conduct these relationships Mm -hmm. and they can either do that in their home which is hard work because at home as a mum you know you're you're a mum you're a wife you're a husband you're a boyfriend girlfriend or a housemate whatever you know you have to tidy up after yourself and all of that um or if you invite people in you're the host you know and Mm -hmm. so you've got a responsibility in the home and then when you're at work you've got another role to play you know you're someone's employee employer your supervisor whatever it is and so you never truly relaxed and yourself um and so you need places to go where you can just go here we are we're both Mm -hmm. here now let's get ourselves our coffee or our or our pint or our gin and tonic or our bottle of prosecco or cocktail whatever it is and we're just going to sit here indulge ourselves in a in a way which is basically just by giving ourselves time and we can have the relationship that actually we've been craving all of this time but we've had all this responsibility Mm -hmm. at home or at work and so I think that the the role of hospitality is just absolutely essential so um and and I love it for that and I love the people in it and and the things that that they do to create those spaces mm-hmm. to basically spoil other people yeah you know yeah your your employer you know bitsy is creating those cakes which i used to say i, I don't go because it's too I much i will sugar. say they look sweeter than they are they're <laughs> very well balanced so i was honestly when i it was probably like actually i was like obviously very impressed but then at the same time i was like oh now this is a downward spiral because they're not too sweet at all. They look sweet. They're not. They're pu- that perfect. And I, I know, you did, you did very... give me one for my birthday, yeah. and it was like, all right, okay, I'll just have this little slice because mm. it was. I was thinking, oh, and you go, oh no, that's too good. I yeah. just got to eat a bit more. Another slice. <laughs> so I was eating it slice by slice. They are. You, you can slice them. <laughs> you know, you can spread them out a bit if you want, <laughs> but also not go to bits super treats. <laughs> that's but the whole point, isn't about- it? The yeah. thing is that everything about hospitality is about spoiling people. Yeah. It, you know, we create environments for people to just come and relax and mm. we're there to treat them. And that's just so special and important. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so with me, I, I didn't want to operate, be an operator anymore, but I do want it to, I did want to continue to support other people because I think people are doing some amazing mm. stuff. Um, and I've got 30 years worth of experience plus a bit more. Um, uh, and stuff to share with people and and even if it's not for sharing it's for you know it's just like that thing of like I've done this for so long and I know how 
hard it is mm -hmm. and I know how lonely it is and I know how you you wake up in the morning you're going oh I just can't do this I don't know what I'm doing I don't know what I'm doing <laughs> yeah um and then you get oh you get okay yeah I do know what I'm doing but you you know but you've got all of you, you you're sort of very isolated mm. in this industry in that you you're surrounded by plenty of other hospitality venues but you're not really talking to each other mm. Um, or if you are, people aren't really being honest. You know, you say, oh, how's business? Yeah, good. Yeah, good. You? Yeah, yeah, good. And you go, yeah, right. You're in hospitality. I'm in hospitality. We're both. <laughs> when yeah. was your last power cut? When, would you, yeah. when did your last member of staff walk out? You know, it was, you, the reality is far more difficult, different. So um, in lockdown, I set up uh, Kith and Kin, which was absolutely amazing. It was... Uh, uh, online forum for the hospitality industry and all came together and it was really interesting because it had all it had loads of operators involved mm. and it just had employees in the industry and then it had loads of suppliers from the industry and and loads of people just came together and chatted and obviously mm. at first it was mostly um you know how has it affected you how are you mm. managing all of that what you're doing and then it was just sharing of ideas and it was, oh, yeah, yeah, so we do this, and we do this. And, oh, I've got this thing on my menu. It's so cool. You should do this. And and it was like, and I was sitting there just hosting it going, this is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> the sharing. I know. Once they get started yeah, as well. Sorry? <laughs> Once they get started and they get comfortable. Yeah. 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 And, it, and, it, and it's that whole thing of that power of building relationships and collaborating. Mm. Um, and... Um, and actually, then I reflect back on my uh, all of my experience and, you know, the most exciting things we've ever done. One, one is that a lot of what um, we do in, in hospitality is basically magpieing off each other in any case. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, so we're, we're, we're sort of, you know, I, I haven't been out to a cafe, a hotel, an event, a festival, a pub, a restaurant forever <laughs> without going, okay, okay, what are they doing here? How are they doing that? Ooh, ooh. Yeah. Oh, that member staff's doing that, are they? Oh, I see. And and so you're always collecting yeah. information and going, oh, how can I use that? How can I use that? What can I do with that? How would that work in my venue? And my venue's completely different, but how could we do that? And would that work and and so you know so you, you're doing that anyway but to be able to actually share ideas and say well this works because of this and this didn't work and we tried that and it didn't work for me but it probably worked for you you know mm. those sort of things you know and so um yeah so Kith and Kim was great in lockdown but now I'm starting it all over again but um it's in Leicester Leicestershire based face to face yeah I mean obviously anyone is welcome to come but you know Leicester might be a long way to come for some people <laughs> but well worth it if they do want to <laughs> yeah absolutely because we're building a community yeah. of hospitality so it's pretty much anybody in hospitality from I say from festivals mm. venues events companies um, suppliers to the industry hotels pubs restaurants cafes street traders all in one room mm -hmm. plus all of their employees Plus all of the apprentices, because I keep saying to people, it's it's they're the future. Mm. They're the future of this industry. And one, it's brilliant. It's amazing. Um, 
professional development for them yeah. you know to, to actually be hearing the genuine conversations of what's going on in the industry but also they're the ones that are actually feeding the enthusiasm and energy into mm-hmm. the room they're the ones going oh I love this this is amazing yeah. and, I, and I oh I've had this idea you know when I opened my first place I was 23 years old you know that like, still blows my mind <laughs> yeah well <laughs> but, um, but the, you know, it's it's that youth that all that that that, that is the future, and, mm. and I I see people now opening places that you know I genuinely weren't born when I first started, <laughs> but but the um you know but they are they are developing ideas and coming up with brand new you know mm. brand new things, and it's fascinating. Uh, but then we've also got obviously suppliers to the whole industry in the room as well, and supporters, um, mm-hmm. and and those hopefully through those conversations. Um, and it's really informal. It's yeah. meant to be an informal event. It's come and have a coffee, chat to people, meet people, um, and then I mean I do put on we do put on a presentation as well. So we'll have like a speaker, but it's but it's quite short and informal. And mm-hmm. the idea is that that's just inspiring ideas rather yeah. than anything else um but then alongside that we've got things like this podcast um and and other uh other um it, it's stuff that go that goes across uh that obviously we use technology for and the mm-hmm. internet for um to so that we can keep sharing ideas um with the industry so so the purpose of this podcast um is to to basically share some of that stuff with as many people as possible Mm -hmm. and although obviously I say I've got 30 years worth experience which means 30 years worth of disasters to share with everybody (laughs) um so the idea is it's not that um so so yeah so I've got I've got a huge amount of success yeah Yeah. I've got really massively successful venues I've got over 25 awards for those venues uh, across across business and across the industry um covering pretty much everything from you know so five fine dining restaurant um right the way down to uh well uh you know a community pub and mm. um cafe bar and and and, and a festival mm. you know um but actually i i just don't think that's an interesting story yeah i don't, I, I don't think oh look at me i here i am i can open somewhere and i can make it successful is an interesting story because that isn't what happens mm. that isn't how we do it i mean life isn't like that and hospitality definitely isn't <laughs> like that. you know it's about it's about actually here are the challenges these are the things that <laughs> the absolute disasters and this is how we overcame them and 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 the learning that comes from that yeah um so in the first instance between you and I will we can discuss some of that but Mm -hmm. uh but then I'll be pulling in some of my my hospitality friends (laughs) who will be sharing probably very similar experiences yeah and and hopefully that's a much more interesting way to find out about how this industry actually really works absolutely it was literally going to be so all my questions I had written down here you've answered so the the final one there was why the epic fails and not the smashing successes but obviously like you say it's a more interesting story i don't think smashing um, successes are very interesting yeah I, mean, I i you know you can come up with so many there's so many people who do amazing things in this industry and there really are and it is amazing and it takes them 20 minutes to tell you how amazing that was mm. and you're great 
right, okay, yeah, so I'm brilliant. I'm all inspired by your amazingness. But actually, you scratch the service. You could spend the next four hours listening to actually how it wasn't really amazing. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but all the challenges they've overcome in the process and yeah. what yeah. they've learned, it's, you know, you're talking about it from that perspective. As you say, it's a longer conversation. It's a more interesting conversation. And, you know, if you just look at the success, you don't see what they've overcome to get there either. And all those little things. Yeah. Yeah. But much more interesting story. Oh, no, but also, I mean, it's it's things, it's, you know, it's things like when you've you've got Christmas coming up and just... (laughs) Your function room floods, and that's it. Yeah. Out of action for, 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 for two again, yeah. And then you've got to claim insurance, you know, it's like, and sharing all that is obviously sharing that sort of experience. You're seeing how other people overcome it, you know, you're not alone in it, and yeah, yeah. But anyway, but also, <laughs> we do need to introduce you. Oh, me, no, we don't. <laughs> so, so, oh, but, my coffee, it's fine. Yeah, so to, for those who don't know. You're actually my sister as well. I am. I am indeed. So I, yeah, I've known you a long time. You know, surprising that. Yeah. But you started work. I was thinking about this the other day. So you started working for me. So you don't. So you've got your own career. You do your own stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but, but I keep coming back to you. You've kept. You've, kept, you've worked <laughs> with me quite a few times, haven't you? Yeah. So you started with me when you were eighteen, and then I was, I was, cleaning, I was cleaning for you before then. Were you? Yeah, I was cleaning the loos. <laughs> when I was sixteen. <laughs> Thanks for that. Oh, that's a good place to start. It is, um, it is, but it's all it's all part of the bigger picture, isn't it? You need somebody needs to clean the loose. Might as well yeah. be the best at it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And you, I can't, I can't remember you doing it. So I don't know if you were the best. At it. I was amazing. That's why you forgot I did it because it was perfect every time. <laughs> and then, so you were. I remember you working behind the bar for yeah. me. And then what I also remember, which is awful, I can't believe I, I sacked you. Yeah, I was trying to remember if you sacked me twice, but it was just the once. I sacked you once, but do, do you remember what I sacked you for? Because I, didn't I go out the night before and not come into my shift? Oh. Or I do you have a different story? I have a different story. Maybe you sacked me twice. Oh, maybe I did. <laughs> did you go out and not come in the next day? That's really naughty. No, I was a little bit, I was, well... <laughs> I mean, technically, yeah, <laughs> um, but I am a reformed person now, obviously. I was very young. So my memory is that you were working for me when you were 18, mm-hmm. and I sacked you because you wouldn't smile. <laughs> and my thing was, right, that you were the owner's sister, mm-hmm. and I training my staff that they needed to smile at guests and be polite and you basically refused to smile and that after a while it doesn't sound like me well not me anymore it does it does doesn't it not anymore but this is the thing i realized the other day obviously just having completed my degree starting some new things and all of that that there are going to be people who never knew me before who i am now (laughs) <laughs> and I find that really weird because I was talking to some got some younger staff in the cafe and I was sort of saying how just they amaze me because they're brilliant and they they talk really comfortably with adults they talk really comfortably to each other to customers they're really on it and you know they're preempting what people need and they're totally on it and I'm like I was a mess of a human at your age 
And they're like, oh, appearances can be deceptive. I'm like, no, 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 seriously. <laughs> seriously, I'm not joking. I'm not exaggerating. <laughs> this <laughs> took work. <laughs> I never, what sort of boss am I that I sacked someone for not smiling? Anyway, anyway. I, I did chill out. You, quite you a were lot. very young at the time, too, though. That's, that, you know, yeah. we forget. Um, Fair enough. Thank different you. times, Thank you. different times. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. But then, so then you went off and you went and worked for a bank and you worked for, you became, what, an office manager for an MP? And yeah. And all that yeah. office stuff and worked so away. There was the bank, there was business advice. So that was just started off with customer service and then it went into the business team and then went on to work for two MPs and then came back to you yeah yeah no, I, <laughs> you, you offered me a, a, a you made me an offer I couldn't refuse I, know, I was working I'm... around children and you were happy for me to manage my own time as long as the work got done and yeah got back yeah, into hospitality. By, that, by that point I had uh the exchange mm-hmm. and we were just a city centre bar with two function rooms which basically we just sort of said um, we said to we said to people you can use them for free but you know they've got we didn't say it had to be cool stuff but it always was cool yeah. stuff um and and all these events going on and basically I needed somebody to come in and just take control of all of the bookings and all of the that incoming customer service yeah. rather than rather than leave it to bar staff who were just sort of double booking and doing all sorts of yeah, yeah you can do that and you were like no you can't do that um <laughs> So I needed somebody who was brilliant with spreadsheets yeah, and could do the customer service and could be totally reliable. Yeah. And, um, and you had young kids at the end at, at that time. So it was sort of like, and, and so like, therefore, and it was before people were doing work from home, wasn't it? Yeah, I absolutely. Well, I think, yeah, exactly. So now it's like work from home is pretty standard, but this was way before COVID and there weren't work from home jobs. No. And I, is, said, and I said to you, I don't care as long as the job gets done. Yeah. And, and when it's meant to be honest, I mean, I don't think, but, you know, it wouldn't have been done better by anybody because you were just sort of like, Eve, I remember going on holiday with you and you were like, they're still doing emails to my customers. And I'm going, what are you doing? She goes, oh, well, this customer's just, just, just emailed. So I'm just responding. I'm going, you're on holiday. And you're going, yeah, yeah, but I'm just doing it. I'm getting it done. Like, yeah, oh, but it's yeah. one less thing to do when I get back. <laughs> yeah, so no wonder we had five star reviews for our customer service. <laughs> to you. be fair, yeah, no, obviously, I would only do the essentials on holiday. I would scale back quite a lot, but yeah, if someone needs a response, we're all on the end of our phones now. It takes me two seconds. Why not? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not going to ruin my day to respond to a nice customer and be friendly. So and this is the thing here with this, this like so, you know, so as it seems that I'm the hospitality expert and and you're you know you're my sister but actually because you've worked with me so closely mm-hmm. um and and even in that job because that job ended up being multi-site and although you were incoming customer service it actually made you part of the senior leadership team yeah. and although you weren't necessarily um dealing face to face with customer well you mean you were you were doing mm. pe- people meeting with you but although you weren't, you know, interacting necessarily with on that face to face, and you were sort of separate to the rest of the management team and the normal structure, mm-hmm. you actually were really involved in absolutely everything that was going on, and knew everything that was going on <laughs> at the same time as because you were my sister, you're the person I came and moaned to. <laughs> yeah, 
yeah and i have to admit actually that was another and i do cite this as another epic fail of mine is the um the thing i and i and i i've 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 brought this up loads of times where i've re, where i really really got something wrong and that was actually our relationship um because i really often um cross over the boundaries and the lines there do you know what I mean sort of like so so I I remember coming we'd have we'd have a we'd have we'd be at work and you'd be doing work <laughs> and then we'd go into a room and I would come in and I'd go oh blah 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 because I'm a ranter you're a ranter yeah. we rant we we, we go blah, when we're you know not stressed but when we're just sort of processing yeah. stuff and I would come in and rant at you right and then I would go right okay I feel better now and off I'd pop but actually you'd be sitting there going oh shit shit has everything gone to shit is this bad is this what I remember you getting really stressed about my reaction to stuff that was going on at work whereas actually fact, I was like going I don't understand what you're talking about because everything's fine I think obviously that's something that's developed with us when we were at the exchange I found that very difficult I was very much, every time you came to me with anything, I was like, right, how can I solve all her problems? Her problems are all now my problems. I need to fix them all, even though I don't know anything about what's going on. And it's essentially none of my business anyway. She's just ranting. But now, I think through that period of COVID, doing my degree, all of that, and lots of changes, I think now I'm just very much sort of, okay, I can hear you. It's fine. It's not, it's a, it's your thing. I'm here to listen. It's all good. And so I think that now wouldn't be a problem and hasn't been a problem. Um, but at the time, I did find it very difficult. And it was just this this need to want to solve all of your problems. But that was that was my the way I dealt with everybody. I remember going in and there was a member of our staff talking about problems they were having with Photoshop. And I was like, right, how can I fix this for you? I've never used Photoshop, but I'm, I must fix this for you. And that was, and that was my, but that was also my attitude towards customers as well and everything. I just wanted to make people's problems go away. Um, but obviously, you know, quite a lot of learning and growth since then. And actually people's problems are their problems and I can support them through them, but I can't fix them for them. Um, so yeah, as I say, now it's much easier and you're welcome to rant at me as much as you like. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it was it was it was a learning process. <laughs> it was quite an important learning process for me as well, though, because yeah. um, because it sort of demonstrated because because I was crossing over the line with you being an employee on the one hand mm. with a set of t- and at me as an employer giving you a set of tasks and yeah. giving you a set of expectations um, to complete those tasks. And then holding due account to those to, mm. for those expectations, and at the same time, then crossing the line without a clear, yeah, like oh, oh, now I'm not talking to you like that. I'm talking to you, and so yeah. just really blurry. Yeah, so I'm, I'm going. And, okay, yeah. is this is am I meant to be taking notes here? And <laughs> doing things? Am I meant to? Does this work? Is this just yeah. what? <laughs> yeah, and then afterwards, well, going was that was that it? Am I, am I meant to be taking actions? What's going on? <laughs> Yeah. It really made me think about how, um, you know, those relationships with my senior management in particular mm. and actually where those boundaries are and and knowing and, and, and really understanding how precarious it is mm-hmm. to cross those boundaries and and being extremely careful about yeah. it. And, um, 
and so it made it made it really really clear to clear to me about that but i mean but going back to you know the purpose of this podcast even uh, or the purpose of kith and kin um it sort of really reflects on that again of how lonely it is i was going to say if you've got people outside of the business that understand what's happened you know what it feels like what you're going through and you've got them to talk to then you're not going to need to you know let that out with you know your team in the workplace you've got other people who understand what's going on which you say at that time those networks didn't exist and obviously that's what you're building here and yeah yeah because it because it you it's just it's this understanding that you really can't that you 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 just can't afford to to you can't afford to take it out on your team Mm. end of that's given but you can't really afford to, you know, I say I'm a ranter. I rant because mm-hmm. it helps me process yeah. and it helps me go, oh, you know, blah, 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 you know, and actually, even when it's not really, in fact, actually, even more likely when it's not an issue, it becomes a rant, yeah. you know, it's just like inventing frustrations. Yeah. And and you can't do that with your own team because you've got, particularly as you're, if you're the boss, you've got a responsibility to to lead and that leadership requires your strength and it yeah. requires your resilience and it requires you to maintain that i mean it, it does you know there's, there's a lot to be said for demonstrating vulnerability within within mm. that role but that needs to be done carefully it can't just be done very sort of like right i've had enough now that's yeah. you know because all because the problem is and this is the case you know i, I, I you know my lack use language maybe not so much but but really you know you're 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 inciting fear in other people Mm. you're you're making them scared or or worried or uncertain and that's not conducive to uh, to people being happy in their work Mm. full stop and obviously the thing with hospitality is that like you say it is there is one challenge after another so there is always a challenge and as the leader of that team you know you want people to feel like those challenges are we can overcome this it's fine which doesn't really come across when you're having a very frustrated rant <laughs> yeah particularly particularly if you start ranting about other members of staff yeah. <laughs> and that's you know because inevitably people wind you up anyway yeah. but but yeah but it's uh, it's yeah it's hard because you also don't want to go home and be doing it at home either. So this is, but you know. Also, potentially, unless you live in a household where, you know, you have people who have experienced the challenge of the hospitality, you know, you're not necessarily going to have that understanding there. And um, mm. so, as I say, having this community will obviously be a massive benefit in that way. I hope so. I hope so. Yeah. So this is my my new job. So we go back to what what's my new job? My job is for mm. people to come and rant at me about how difficult everything is, so I can remind them that they love it really. Yeah. <laughs> and it is great, and that that's part of it, and that they know that anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So then, so uh, my business is closed, and so you went. Oh, so you went and went a brilliant job working for a charity, didn't you? Yes. So that was amazing, working for Leicester Education Business Company, um, doing basically doing data for the NCS programme. So all the young people, 16-year-olds going off on the NCS programme, my job was to make sure we had all their information 
everything was all in order and all nice and neat and tidy. So everybody knew what was going on. And so I processed all the data, but then I ended up being the person who did all the risk assessments as well. <laughs> so I would be the person on the end of the phone, phoning up the parents, having a chat with them for 45 minutes about their kids with extra needs and needed a bit of extra support and finding out what those needs were, what we needed to do, doing like essays on a risk assessment to make sure everyone had the information they had. But at the same time, it's just, it's employed, you were talking about transferable skills earlier. It's employing those communication skills, those, you know, and that anticipating people's needs and just being nice and kind and all those things. And it's all of the skills I use now, are, are start, the foundations of that started with my first jobs with you. And mm. obviously I've built those skills, but ultimately it's pretty much the same thing. You know, it's been being nice, being friendly, being considerate, trying to just help people out a bit, make their day a little bit better, you know, and that's essentially what it, what I've been doing and what I continue to do, just try and be nice to people. Um, so and, then yeah. I came and, and then I came and poached you again, didn't I? Because like, you did. Then I opened the gate hangs well, and that was, so it's a pub and difference to the exchange, which was yep. a city centre bar, but nonetheless, we still had incoming customer inquiries mm -hmm. and I just wanted that systemized yeah and at the time you were doing uh your degree so I was, I, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna you're my sister and I'm just gonna tell everybody that you were doing <laughs> that's embarrassing I'm sorry but it's important yeah you could do it you had two young kids mm -hmm. a job and studying for a degree in psychology. Yeah. And then you have just graduated with a first. And I am really proud of you. And I know I have, I, you know, I just think you're absolutely amazing. I think that's absolutely amazing. But going back to the story, I needed you. <laughs> but I also I need needed you. flexibility for my final year, yeah. which turned out to be absolute chaos. So. Yeah. So I needed you to come and set up, set up all the systems that you'd done before. Mm. Uh, without me having to think about it particularly and so I came I went and poached you again and said hey come and work for me again and you came and worked with me at the gate well so pretty much you worked at every have you worked at every single one of my venues possibly were you working at the entropy restaurant when I had the restaurant you're working at the bar well then I was working at the bar when you had the restaurant yeah because mm. I remember my husband my now husband was working in the kitchen at the bar Oh, um, yeah, when you cool. opened the restaurant so I was still there I did leave a little bit afterwards because I decided if I was going to take my relationship with him seriously I probably shouldn't work with him because hospitality stressful me looking after the bar him looking after the kitchen yeah might get yeah didn't want to be taking that well not so much taking work tension home more home tension to work I guess <laughs> but yeah yeah yeah, well, that's yeah. very good of you. Thank you. Cause that, that... Oh, no, I'm pretty sure you said if you had to make a choice, I, sh oh, I should no. know who you choose. Oh. <laughs> and it would be the head chef. <laughs> oh, God. I'm an I was awful. I'm so sorry. But, no, but, I, but I'm still I'm but right. You were right. right. And you were honest. And but, but also, in terms of us and my relationship with him, he's a chef. Yeah. I, I was someone who just really likes working with people. Hmm. I can take that somewhere else, you know. Hmm. Obviously, I learned so much there and really enjoyed it. But ultimately, I can go and work with people somewhere else. He's a chef. He wants to be in his kitchen and 
king of his kingdom and all of that. And so, and at the time, and at the time, I will say, in the best restaurant in in Leicester. Yes, absolutely. So, it was the right thing to do eventually. But yeah, so that that was that was the only only reason I left Cass. Okay. <laughs> only reason I left Entry was yeah, because I ended up marrying the head chef. Oh well, that's fair, that's fair enough. I'll give you that. You can have that one. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, that was the time I left, not the time I was sacked. Yeah. Okay. Well, fair enough. Anyway, well, I think we've covered. Yeah. Our introduction. Um, what next? Well, what next? I knew I could come up with something uh, to ask me about some awful experiences. No, they're not awful experiences. They're just not. I mean, there's no. lots. Lots of, the challenges. Lots, lots of yeah, but there's just lots of things, and actually, some of the things that have gone wrong have been the most interesting things. And and actually, when I look back, actually, the bits that I go, oh yeah, that was that was that was quite cool, quite funny. But they can be a catalyst as well for change and development and all of that. So let's go through a few of them and find out what yeah. what happened and what were they led to. I look forward to it. Excellent. Well, so I'll see you next time. Indeed. Bye. <laughs>